Hey everybody and welcome to episode 26 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton and who are the symbiotes with me tonight? Uh, the web slinger Steph and JD. Uh, I forgot what J. Jonah Jameson's job is. Editor-in-chief Stuart Hughes. <laughs> and Austin, I didn't know where to come up with nicknames, so uh, I'm going to just be <laughs> that random background janitor who's always in the animated shows. <laughs> <laughs> we do this those guys <laughs> we do this every week it's, and none of it's ever it's random every time i forget every single time <laughs> don't don't feel bad and we have a special guest austin spark or i think it's a pronounce your name right break yeah break oh, austin from and you like to say what podcast you're from sure i'm from trash talk podcast which and, there will be a link in the show notes which mike yeah. and i have both been on now yeah, yes. Stuart was on last week, <laughs> yeah. which was a great episode. We talked about Tomb Raider, and in that episode, I had a little bit too much of the sweet tea vodka. It just tastes <laughs> so good. It hit like a freight train, and halfway into the show, I had no idea what was going on. Like I would just talk <laughs> about Tomb Raider, and halfway through my sentence, I would stop and be like, uh, what was I saying, guys? And poor Travis and Stuart had to save me. It was a great episode. <laughs> I remember when I was on your shit together now. It's the only one that hasn't guessed it on it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's true. It would be really funny if we somehow got DJ guessed on it before you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and before we get too far, I got a, got a couple things I want to get out of the way. First, I want to do a correction about last week's episode. Rush is not in Mega Man 2. He's in Mega Man 3. <laughs> it's the first introduction. Which is, which is we... why I said number two. <laughs> Everyone remembers. I was right. Uh, I, I, Mike said it with such confidence that I was like, well, that's yeah, because yeah, okay, I played yeah. Mega Man 2 for Game Boy, and in Game Boy it has Rush Jet, and I confused it and mor- mor- morphed them together. Uh, hey, that last week was a, <laughs> that was a shit show trying to record that. I was having trouble because I just played the first three game or the first four games because I was just like, oh, I'm having fun. And so when you're like, Rush is in two, I was like, yeah, okay, I remember Rush. <laughs> Close enough, sure. <laughs> And then also, when I, I gave a shout-out to another podcast, they're called Zero Brightness, <laughs> not what I called them last week. Uh, and they and they do reference different, each week they play through a different uh, horror game, or horror, survival horror game. And then also, this week, I want to give another shout-out to another podcast called All Too Real 2. It's a, uh, let me see where I have this. It's a podcast, it's, it's a weird, uh, they call it the weird world of pop culture, it includes reviews of direct-to-video sequels, random topics. He also tries to work in pop culture-related related reviews, interviews, not reviews, interviews. It's a pretty good show, so if you're looking for another podcast to add to your cycle, feel free to take a listen to him. It also will be, note uh, in the show notes, there'll be a link for his podcast. All right, and before a podcast we... where they, they review interviews. <laughs> That doesn't sound like, hey, it could work. You never know. I've seen people do it before. You could make a podcast out of it, probably. Maybe. I don't know. I don't you make podcasts on anything. All right. And then one last thing before we inter- before we get introduced to the game. I also, we we are no longer statistic. We are have 25 episodes published. I once saw a random in one of my Facebook groups where someone had said, 50% of all podcasts start, don't make it episode seven. And 50% of those that make it, don't make it episode 25. So we did yeah. it. We're a real podcast now, guys. Are there any Yay. more fifty percent we have to worry about? Not that I know. <laughs> <laughs> and Stefan, do you want to introduce the game that you picked out for us to enjoy this week? Uh yes, it's the nineteen ninety-five classic Spider-Man on Sega, the Spider-Man. animated series game. Yeah, don't be confused with Spider-Man versus the Kingpin or Spider-Man Maximum Carnage, or just Spider-Man and the X and the X-Men, or Spider-Man's uh separation separation anxiety. 
I was having Correct. so many problems because there's so many I know. different Spider-Man games. I was like, <laughs> uh, I was like, like, which one do we play again? <laughs> I know that's what made it. That's what made it hard because there and this is there's this one called Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man versus the Kingpin is sometimes just called Spider-Man. Also, but this is a Spider-Man that's based on <laughs> the animated series. And mm-hmm. the Spider-Man versus Kingpin game got like two separate ports as well. One yeah, to the Genesis. Through, yeah. I was playing through half this game and halfway through I stopped and I was like, uh oh, because I was getting really worried halfway through because when I typed into Google to try out figure out how to beat like one of the first bosses, I put in nineties animated uh Spider Man <laughs> game and like five different games came up and I was like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the joy of this one. Yeah, Spider-Man is probably, like, the most prolific hero <laughs> in terms of, like, games and movies and comics and everything, I think. He's, yep. he's got to be up there. <laughs> it's just so much stuff. I was like, okay, do I play the 99 game, the 95 game, the 91 game? Which of these is right? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, before we get too far, before I say things I want to say, um, <laughs> does anyone have any memories of this game? Anyone play it back in the day? Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> I've never have either. I've 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 tried to play it a few different times on emulators and ROM, but I've always been stuck in the lab and never could figure out what to do. So I never I never got anywhere, and I'm okay with that <laughs> fact. Looking back, hindsight, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm okay with not having any memories of this game. I wish I still didn't have any memories of this game. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> wow, Stefan, you said you had some memories. You want to tell us why you picked this game for the show? I'm afraid to now. <laughs> oh, this this negative chatter going on. I don't know. I'm just gonna sip my coffee and sit back. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, yeah. before we go, okay. Uh, this game we played the Genesis version, which came out in '95, based on the animated series that was on Fox around that time in '94. It's a side-scrolling action platform made by developer Western Technologies, which I can't even click on the link for their name because there's no link. So yeah, that tells you about them right there, huh? <laughs> Well, it was made by LJN or published by LJN. Well, published by Acclaim, but I think Acclaim okay. was part of LJN or something to do with LJN. I know what you're talking about. This is mm-hmm. an LJN game. Yes. And LG, if anyone knows LJN games, usually are not good games. <laughs> Somebody made this game for sure. <laughs> Somebody, unfortunately, someone did, yes. Okay, all gonna... Western Technologies. <laughs> oh, this game hurt me. Hurt me Western bad. Technologies sounds mm-hmm. like a like an old IP firm from the nineties. Like it doesn't sound like they make video games. I I'm it's just funny. Like before I can never figure out how to get through the lab. And then this game just, I have not like I, Stefan asked me, Oh, what do you think of the game? And I'm like, I enjoyed Batman more. And he's like, Oh, <laughs> he knew what that meant. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and point out right now that I beat this game in a day when I was eight years old. So any complaints I hear right now, I'm just going to keep referencing that. Oh my yeah. god, Western Technologies <laughs> made Mass Blast Math Blaster. I really enjoyed Math Blaster. Yeah. That's a good game. Unlike this game, but that's a good game. That was the last game they made. <laughs> oh, they also made a trivial pursuit interactive multi multimedia game. That's the full name of it. I mean the reason why this I game think I played this like, actually. Probably more fun. I mean I, I just I mean, I don't know. For me, I had a hard time with the platforming. I had, I didn't like the fact that when I kicked somebody like a boss, it didn't mean anything. It was like, oh, that's nice. I'm just going to kill you instead. I don't know. I oh. I was just unhappy. Mm. They also made like, uh, Art Alive. I don't know if anybody on the planet remembers Art Alive. They used to have infomercials for it on TV. 
that was like it was like a paint game. It was like MC. It was like it was like Windows Paint, but a game. Came out ninety one, by the way, too. I'm just I looked it up just now. Yeah, it's it, yeah. I remember that. I have a weird memory of that game. That's strange. I would not have expected this game to have been made by the same people who made Art Alive. <laughs> well, Stefan, I'm impressed that eight year old Stefan was able to beat this game when thirty one year old Mike couldn't even freaking get past the first level. Yeah, so, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> impressed by which one? Oh, I don't know what it was like. Tell me, what did you why what did you enjoy about this game? Like you you didn't have any problem with the platforming or the action? No, none at all. Actually, I mean, I enjoy everything about the game, honestly, because I mean, I've played it so many times. I know the controls front to back and how to beat all the bosses and all the tricks and everything, uh, including the music as well. I love the carnival music, the Coney Island music with Green Goblin. Well, all right, I'll say the lab music is a little weird, but the rest of the game is good. I didn't even listen to the music. I had my podcast. Yeah, so, I, f- I figured this. Yeah, I would say <laughs> the music is very good in this. And the original Spider Man animated theme song that's in the beginning is quite good in this. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. The music is so good. That was probably my favorite part of this and also the, all the hidden <laughs> levels. But I gotta disagree with one thing. I gotta point out the carnival music, that one segment of the carnival, it's I think you get past the first stage of the carnival. If you get mm-hmm. to a theme song that's just constantly, it's like a wooing sound. It's just like, it sounds like clowns are just laughing at you the whole time. Uh, and yeah. when I was continuing to fail, like, I was trying to jump up and like all these like boxing gloves kept punching me. I kept dying numerous times, not due to boss, but just by basic platforming and all this like wooing sound and laughing sound, you know, that that just added to the frustration. It's like the, it's like the game is mocking you it, because you uh, can't do things. <laughs> game. Yeah, there's not much more like there's not much that's more annoying than a game actively laughing at you. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of did enjoy well. that though. I kind of I don't know. I I've got that weird Stockholm syndrome with some games. I, I like the game was just like, eh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. This, this game, yes. I mean like like uh-huh. we were starting to say, though it starts off in a lab. And one thing I did like is it does bring in a lot of the villains from the show as boss fights, and it does a pretty good I mean the boss fight I didn't like them. Because you have to use grenades for most of them, which just feels weird. I'd say for half half or less of them, if you know what you're doing. Oh, I, I did not have that ability of knowing what I was doing <laughs> the entire entirety of this game. I should say who the boss who the bosses are, because mm-hmm. they're they're all. Pr- I I'd say two of them are very well known Spider Man villains, and the other two are also fairly well known. Well. There's a bunch. I mean, the first level had Lizard and Dr. Octopus. I mean, I consider both well-known, but then again, I grew up watching this cartoon, too. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've always loved Spider-Man. Well, the well, big bads uh, are... Like, mm-hmm. the big, big bads are Green Goblin, uh, Doc Ock, uh, Alistair, Smythe, and Alien Spider Slayer. And you got, like, the yep. others sprinkled in in between. Is that what it was? Because yep. I had no idea what that Xenomorph-looking <laughs> creature was. It's Alien <laughs> yeah. Spider Slayer. It's a yeah. robot. It's a robot. It's an alien spider slayer. It's all in the name. (laughs) What's weird is Alistair Smythe actually made it. So it's kind of like his creation. It's not alien. (laughs) No, not at all. I think he used alien technology to make it. Everything's alien technology. Yeah, that's true. The iPhone was once alien to me. Following that logic, like... (laughs) Following that logic, like, Captain America is alien. (laughs) Alien Hitler Slayer. That's actually a cool (laughs) name. You should go with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty dope. Al- Alistar Smith was the one in like the little wheelchair thing that you fight on top of 
in that level where you fight in the construction zone, it's probably level three or so. Mm-hmm. He he, I only know him because in the cartoon, but in the comics, he's a completely different character. Pretty sure he doesn't yeah. have the whole mutant that he that he has going on in the cartoon. Well, he becomes like he starts out as just a uh, dude in a wheelchair. You know, mm-hmm. Spider Man's arch nemesis, dude in a wheelchair. Um, <laughs> but then he like transforms into a kind of alien, high human hybrid type thing called uh, Ultimate Spider Slayer. Yeah. I had, I didn't know that was, I didn't know that was his name. I just always knew him. As, I had his figure when I was a kid. I had a lot of these figures when I was a kid. That's like the only thing I know about Alistair Smith is that he was in a wheelchair and then he became the Ultimate Spider Slayer. Just everything. I mean, I, I was going to go back and rewatch the cartoon to talk about it, but I just, I couldn't make myself do it. Not Smith, Smythe. <laughs> I, I, always, I, I always call him Smith. It's Smythe. Alistair Smythe. I really Mr. like how Parker. Dr. Lantern was in this, too, who's like a Z-list Spider-Man villain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The guy Which, just throwed pumpkin bombs. Also, like Green Goblin, kind of. And Hobgoblin. And Hobgoblin. And Red yeah. Goblin. <laughs> Kind of like Joker Jack. and Trickster. It's like you kind of get at some point all the villains just become kind of samey. <laughs> You're like, eh. I fucking hated Jack O'Lantern though in the freaking end when you go to Ravenscroft prison. My God, that that enemy was pissing me off. <laughs> That's what really like. I already hate this game, but when you get to the last level, okay, so you're kind of in a in a difficult level and you're kind of going through, and then you have to you have to go to these four switches and put in a little key card that you got somehow. I don't know how the hell you got it. But you have key cards in your inventory. And you have to do it in a certain order, and you have to put them in. Each one goes in a certain one. The game doesn't tell you; it's all trial and error. And the whole time you're getting attacked by Jack O' Lantern, which I couldn't kill him. And oh god, was well, I getting pissed off? I mean, you're you're stuck in one room, and That's you terrible. pick up the keys in that room, oh, so it kind of gets you in there to know what you have to do. I mean, I, I fucking oh man, I was getting mad. Oh, I will say that's the hardest part of the game, though. Probably it was just. This whole game just was not <laughs> not doing it for me. Oh, I I was every level I hated, and apparently I missed out on levels. There were I guess there's a couple different like bonus levels you can do, like where you're flying across like, Brooklyn Bridge or something. Yeah, and uh, also the lizard levels are in every level, and the reason is because you can pick up a power up that's a Fantastic Four character every lizard level in a level. You fight the lizard four times. You can't. You don't really have to fight them. You can just go down there and get the power up and leave. <laughs> I never. I never. I only saw them in a video I was watching someone else play this game. But yeah, I never, mm-hmm. never saw them. Yeah. Never did any. I just wanted to be done with the game. <laughs> yeah, Fantastic <laughs> Four are your special characters in the game. What do they do? They Fantastic. bring you webs or uh, like bombs you can throw. They bring you webs. I love the idea. <laughs> Web cartridges <laughs> of like. <laughs> Johnny Storm trying to pick up a web cartridge, just lighting it on fire. You're like, ah, damn it. I have one job. Uh, here you go, Peter. <laughs> I can't get this to Peter. <laughs> oh, So Mr. Man. Fantastic is kind of like a delivery boy in that sense. Kind yeah. Of. Mr. Fantastic yeah. would be the best delivery boy. Would like He wouldn't have to go through any apartments. He could just stretch up and hand you stuff through the windows. Or go through your vents or go through your chimney. Go, hi. Yeah. Mr. Fantastic really, really wasting his life by being a scientist. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I always wondered if they stole this ability to go and like pause the game and use a Fantastic Four character from the X-Men Genesis game because it does the same exact thing <laughs> to use special X-Men. <laughs> well, that's a good game, though, I think. Well, I've never played it. 
So. That's subjective, but yes, it is a good game. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> not, not I haven't. Not I never played it yet. I, I, I want to someday. I don't know, but I mean, Stefan says it's a good game, and Stefan said Batman was a good game. Stefan said this was a good game, so I, I, I don't know. I've been a little. I've been hurt. I have I stars. Mean, if you look at the lineup, <laughs> he said Jack o' Lanterns, a zealous villain. I was trying to look up a picture of Bulldozer, <laughs> and if you look up Spider-Man Bulldozer. Over 50% of the pictures are just pictures of bulldozers. <laughs> Bulldozer is a Thor villain. He's part of the Wrecking Crew. Mm-hmm. Again, why the hell was Bulldozer even in this game? Oh, I see like, here. Made no sense to me. Well, he, There's he, a bunch of weird ones. He's occasionally a Spider-Man villain. He's like one of those shared villains. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, he's always felt like a Thor villain. Bulldozer is part of the Wrecking Crew. It's Bulldozer. And then the other one of the other guys, I think the Wrecker, is also in this game. Bulldozer is yes. kind of like knockoff Juggernaut. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's less cool juggernaut. <laughs> when you start like, I think I think people realized at some point when they were making all this because Spider Man has had like a lot of games, a lot of television shows, a lot of movies, uh, an unofficial oh, yeah. fan movie back in nineteen, I think sixty seven, which I just discovered today. Um, <laughs> but like, you have all all those years of media, you got to kind of like start scraping the bottom of the barrel if you want to find different villains to fight instead of you know green goblin a hundred times <laughs> and yeah bulldozer is definitely one of those ones where they're like oh, let's just do juggernaut again no one will notice oh. just, just do it again well they had owl in this game too he's one of like the little enemies you can fight is owl which is a daredevil villain i like how many yep. villains that's like spider-man fights that are just animals <laughs> I mean, that's the one good thing about this game is they did find a way to work in a lot of bosses. I oh, mean, yeah. the bosses yeah. weren't fun for fight, but they were in the game. Well, they all played differently. I mean, they yeah. had their own animations, and I actually thought they looked pretty badass when you I mean, saw them running around. Yeah, I think they all look pretty cool. Like, I'm, I was kind of joking earlier, but I actually did. I did enjoy the look of this game a lot. Like, it's pretty fluid. The movement, at least, feels pretty weird. Like, it looks pretty fluid. The animation looks pretty nice. And the bosses mm-hmm. are all pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. I mean, it does. The graphics are nice in this game, but that's you. About you it. give it all to me, Mike. You admit it's a good game. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> okay, you're not gonna like this. Spider-Man: The X-Men is more fun to play than this game. I said uh, it it's no. on the table, and I hate <laughs> oh, Spider-Man: no. The X-Men. <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, I thought Spider-Man: The X-Men was the worst Spider-Man game of the 16-bit era. <laughs> And thanks to you, Stefan, I know I was wrong. How long is well, Spider-Man versus Kingpin? Let's just stop the podcast and go play that. I never played it yet. It's <laughs> it's about the same length. Okay, yeah, I was going to get into this because if I because I've beaten all the Spider-Man games on Sega except for Maximum Carnage. I had to use cheats because that game's fucking impossible. <laughs> but dear. I have beaten all of them, and out of all of them, I would say that this game is the best. And I'll tell you why. Just I'll just give you an example. Spider-Man versus Kingpin. At the end of the game, not only do you have to do a bus, uh, boss rush with one life, you also have to hit a button at a precise time when it glows, and it's fucking impossible to hit it at the right time. Well, you don't have to. You can just let Mary Jane die. <laughs> That's true. But if you want to finish the game legitly, you have to do it, and it's it's impossible. <laughs> I when I played Spider-Man versus Kingpin, I always let Mary Jane die because I thought the idea of like if you let Mary Jane die or if you fuck it up, Spider-Man just becomes super like forlorn and he becomes like a noir 
superhero is like the only woman I've ever loved is dead. Like the last scene is him on his hands and knees. He's like, I will avenge you. But he's already beaten Kingpin. So what is going to like break into prison and kill him? <laughs> I love the idea of an alternate universe where Spider-Man versus Kingpin happens and Mary Jane died and Spider-Man just became Rorschach. Like he just goes to visit Kingpin every week. Like it's time for your daily beating. Yeah. Or he just like he just goes and visits Kingpin and like does stuff that Kingpin can't do outside of prison. Like he shows up and he's like calling people on his phone. He's like, "Oh, where's your cell phone? Oh, that's right, you're not allowed to have one. Look at this fancy belt I'm wearing. Oh, you you don't get belts in prison? That sucks." Oh. <laughs> it's yeah, just I like hear- Spider Man's entire <laughs> life is consumed by tormenting Kingpin in prison. So, Mike, I want to hear about why. Because I can get why you may not like the game. Because it was kind of frustrating for me. But I'm kind of curious about why you hated this so much. I just, I, for one, I like Spider-Man a lot. I didn't like the platforming that much in the game. The fighting to me just didn't feel very good. Like there were, uh, one example, when I was in Coney Island, you have these stupid like snake things walking towards you. I just stand in one place, hit, keep hitting the punch button, and he just, and they just walk into my fist and died. I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't mind that. But it was just lots of little shit where I'd get hit by dumb things, and I was. I don't, it just didn't. It wasn't fun to me, and I had a really hard time trying to swing around when you were trying to do it. Like I could not get it to work for the life of me. I mean, that might have been me, not the game, but I. Uh, yeah, I, I just. I don't know. I just did not enjoy it. I. I also <laughs> don't like 16-bit platformers very much. I think as part of it, which plays into why I didn't like this game. <laughs> but to me, it, I mean, I like Mario. I like some of the other ones, but this game just. Oh, it, it hurt me. Like. <laughs> Mike only likes games that start with Chrono or end in fantasy. Uh, I do like those. Hey, I actually like Spider-Man Separation Anxiety. I can't wait to play Chrono Fantasy 7. Uh, Separation Anxiety, one of the other Spider-Man games for this around this time, I enjoy that game. That's a two-player beat-em-up. But I also, I like beat-em-up. I don't like platformers as much. Well, this see, kind of, that's this is like a mix of both, though. Uh, yeah, it is. I, I think it was a combination of things. It, it, it was a combination of, like, the boss fights. Like, I watched videos of someone doing it. You can beat them all very quickly, for the most part, with grenades. And there are some mm-hmm. cool features. Like, when you fight the scorpion on Coney Island, if you shoot him with a web, the webbing will attach on his tail, and, he'll, and he won't be able to use his tail against you. And that was pretty cool to see that. I just skipped him, because I didn't care. I will say, <laughs> this game has, like, something I love in beat-em-ups, which is, it's kind of a mistake. But in some beat-em-up games, you can kind of lock enemies in certain ways. It's always really satisfying. And this game, you can lock enemies against the side of the screen and just wail on them. And it's so funny to me. <laughs> I Spider-Man, was like, just about to mention that. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man just holds somebody against a wall and just goes to town. It's like repeatedly uppercuts them until they, until they die. <laughs> it's so, so fucking funny to me. A, I got a perfect example of that. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, you're good. I'll wait. We a need perfect example for a of that. Yeah, a perfect example of that was... Uh, when you're in the Coney Island funhouse, before you get to Green Goblin as the boss, Mysterio literally just appears out of nowhere. And you can just run up to him and punch him into the corner and pound him till he's dead. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, okay, that was his big draw to get his ass beat. Well, he's kind of like a regular enemy because he pops up a couple times. Uh, I think he, he pops up once later in Ravencroft because it's the prison that he was oh, sent yeah. to. Oh, yeah, so it's yeah. Supposed to be like you captured him or something. Is that what yeah. happens in Spider-Man Far From Home is Tom Holland just pushes 
Toby Maguire up against the wall and get, like just beats the shit out of him. Not Toby Maguire. I was oh, like, wait a second. Jake that would be a great after credit scene of Tom Holland just beat the shit out of uh, Toby Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> you were not Spider-Man. You were just Toby got fighter powers. I am yeah. the new king. And then they learn to work together by beating the shit out of uh, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> they have a dance off. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man. Eh, I I don't think anybody is. I don't think any, I I don't blame any actors for those movies. Is what I should say. I think I the Amazing Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man's aren't great. Amazing Spider Man One is a good movie. Amazing Spider Man Two is utter garbage. It's yeah, the, the second one's pretty shit. My son really likes it. He when he was younger, he would watch that movie over and over and over again. He loved Amazing Spider Man Two. Well, the first one was such a bummer for me because I saw it in theaters like the first day, and I was legitimately watching that entire movie, waiting for them to kill Gwen Stacy. Because <laughs> there, <was laughs> there were so many people that were so, like, I could tell they were so emotionally attached to the idea that, like, Gwen, Sa- uh, Gwen Stacy's character is in the movie. And, like, like everyone was kind of on edge because they're like, oh, God, like, how are they going to kill her? How are they going to kill her? And every single time she was in danger, I was like, this is it. This is it. She's going to die. This is the end. <laughs> <laughs> she just kept getting saved and I was like, oh come on, kill her. She didn't if I it's been a long time, but she didn't die in Amazing Spider-Man 2, did she? Didn't she make it out of that movie alive too? Oh, no. oh I can't no, remember. She dies in a really stupid way. I, it's been a long time. I will say the Amazing Spider-Man game for 360 is actually a good game though. Both of them are. <laughs> so I like those Spider-Man games. Are they better or worse than the Amazing Spider-Man 2? They're better than the movie. The both the games are really good. Spider-Man's always had pretty good games. I don't know if they've all yeah, aged yeah, particularly yeah. well, but for the most part, Spider-Man I mean, games tend to do pretty good. I know I'm being really hard on this game. I think I, I just didn't enjoy it at all. But I, <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> so I'm purposely being a little meaner than I need to be, but that's kind of fun too. Yeah, I did. I, oh, keep going. Oh no, sorry. So yeah, I was just about to say that I'm kind of on the same fence with you, Mike. That I don't think it's a bad game. I think it's just, for me, it wasn't an enjoyable one because I think the music's very good. Level design is kind of interesting. And I like how all the villains and even like the sub villains, just like the random thugs are designed, is kind of interesting and cool. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for me, it was just so frustrating to play. Maybe yeah. that's because what I did, I played it with, it was a two player for us because my co host, Travis we recorded ourselves playing the game and I would move the mouse, <laughs> not the mouse, but the uh, upright and down and he would do like the webbing and everything else. Oh God. Because so <laughs> this game is harder. tough enough. This game is really tough and having two people try to control the one character is very difficult. But just like, it was so frustrating to play. I think that's why it was kind of unenjoyable for me, but I think in design wise, I think it's a pretty decent game. Did you play on a keyboard or controller? Um, it was a keyboard. Oh my god! So you, so you took something that was already difficult, like hmm, <laughs> like a piano keyboard. So it was even harder. <laughs> yeah, no. Or play yeah. this with a Guitar Hero controller. <laughs> oh man! I mean, I did like the sprites. I will say the sprites in this game were cool, and it was cool seeing all those characters. Like I, one thing we had, one character we hadn't mentioned yet is you fight, you see the beetle in Raven's Crossroads, and I really like the beetle because one of my earliest memories of spider-man is a really stupid spider-man and friends cartoon that i had on vhs with spider-man firestar and iceman and they meet iron man and they fight the beetle so <laughs> that's my earliest memory of spider-man so i i got so happy to see the beetle in in here 
Even the though he died. Who definitely isn't just the wasp again. <laughs> totally, yeah. different, totally different villain. He's not the wasp. He's the beetle. Well, the, wasp look... the wasp isn't a villain. The wasp is a hero and a girl. Not the wasp. But who's a uh, yellow jacket? That's the dude's name. Yellow jacket's not a villain either. He's actually a hero. He's Hank Pym. Hank yeah. Pym. Point. Who was uh? What was the in the movie? He's a villain. He's but the, the villain comics, in the movie. Not. Okay, he could be kind of like Firefly from Batman. Yeah, yeah. I there's another the villain. Yeah, <laughs> and the, the point is, there's a lot of Marvel characters that just have like insect wings. <laughs> yeah, common thing, especially at this time. As like apparently the '60s were all about putting insect wings on <laughs> becoming a superhero. Oh, and as I was um doing the research for the show, like, I didn't realize one thing I I thought I didn't realize is that in the show Kingpin I know Kingpin was a big villain in the show at least in the beginning, and Kingpin not in this game at all, which I thought was no. kind of weird. Kingpin's kind mm. of a weird comic character. He's because he wasn't he originally a Spider-Man villain. He's his yes. first appearance is in the Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, but like he's gone so far away to like I I can't imagine Kingpin showing up in a Spider-Man movie now. Because it's just like everybody knows him as the Daredevil villain now. I think I think it's just because they're all loosely in uh, some suburb or part of New York that they're well, okay. all like affiliated yeah. with Kingpin. I fucking like, I've brought this up on the show before. The goddamn like Marvel New York problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you did. Where New York is in the Marvel universe, New New York is the size of a fucking country. <laughs> but in real life, New York is like a couple miles long. New York City is not like Manhattan is not that big of a fucking city. <laughs> and yet Spider-Man lives there. Jessica Jones lives there. Daredevil, the Punisher now. Doctor um, Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, isn't the the Stark building? That's in Manhattan, right? Uh, Avengers Tower, I think. Avengers so, Tower, yeah. 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 Um, Luke Cage. And like for the longest for like years. They don't know each other. They don't know that the others like you'll get lines in those shows where it's like, oh, I hear about some hero uh, over in this neighborhood. And all I can think is like, that's literally a block away. Just walk <laughs> a block like it shouldn't take this long for you all to be aware of each other's existence. The it's fucking defender show should just too. be them talking about going like, oh, why isn't that Spider-Man kid dealing with it? I don't know why they're talking about. I don't know why they're talking like they're from the 1960s show, but <laughs> let's get that Spider-Man over here to deal with it. Yeah, that's what I find interesting about DC and Marvel, because DC, every hero, for the most part, has their own city. Some yeah. are made up, some aren't. Yeah, like but in Marvel... Gotham. Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone, Flash, Green Lantern, Batman, Superman, obviously, everyone has their own city. But yeah. Marvel, they're like, ah, I guess let's just do New York again. There's yeah. no other cities in the world. Let's just toss... <laughs> Everyone percent of their like their heroes are in. Like, are there any heroes in like L.A.? Yes, no. West Coast Avengers later. I think it's L.A. Oh. Right? Yeah. Or are they? Are they um, all? In, are they all in L.A.? Like they didn't even spread out. They're like, oh, we're well, all gonna be in one one borough. I don't know why we're still talking like it's nineteen sixties, but <laughs> well, it's partly <laughs> this is my because comic book voice. <laughs> Stan Stan Lee lived in New York, and he's like, I'm gonna write about what I see. Something like that. I forget the actual quote, but there's a quote where he talks about how he wanted to bring in the real life or something like that. That's why it's in New York. Because he was in a taxi downtown, and now we got a new hero, Spider Man. <laughs> All right, uh, back to the game. Um, and we haven't talked about. So we talked about most of the bosses you fight, but we didn't talk about the last boss you fight on the cover of the on the cover of this cartridge. Oh yeah, <laughs> nah, he's not, he's not important. He probably won't show up in any other games. No, never. <laughs> a a D list character. A D list character. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, you fight Venom. Mm-hmm. The one, the only, the one that's been remade a hundred thousand times. I love Venom. Okay, oh, I so, gotta... yeah. yeah, 
I was going to say, I told Mike how to beat Venom very easily, but what strategy did did you guys use? Like, how did you guys beat Venom? Because I told Mike how to, like, basically cheese him. I basically just jumped on that platform and then just kicked a lot. And every time he do a jump, <laughs> yep. I'll just kick him in the face. I would describe my style as more of a, a flailing wildly. <laughs> right, like, like jump kicks were the only thing I could hit him with because otherwise he would just kick my ass. And so yep. I just jumped and kicked him over and over again. And Mike? It worked How for you, me. I wouldn't have made him? it. You sit on the platform, on the, on the, I sat on the right platform, and you just sit there and just keep kicking and watch where he jumps up. You can just kick him in the face. Because you got to kick him like 21 times, I think, to kill yep. him, which Jesus. is ridiculous. Yeah, and it also, felt like a lot, there's no checkpoint in between that last room we were just <laughs> talking about. Like, you have to do all the switches. Nope. You, it, it's ridiculous. I use save states like a, like a madman in this game. If I didn't have save states, I never would have seen past level one, probably. Or maybe level two. But that's it. <laughs> Fuck this game. But then you, <sighs> get and you get possibly one of the best credit sequences in the game ever. <laughs> Oh, oh when yeah. it talks about the dumb stuff they're doing or something? Yeah, it's like... It's like an 80s montage. It's like introducing the villains. <laughs> or it's kind of like... It's not an introduction, it's like a uh, an outro where it's like, oh, the owl went back to prison. And I don't know why I read everything in his voice, especially in regards to Spider-Man, but every Fine. comic to me, <laughs> I just love the idea of thinking about them in like campy 1960s, like 1930s radio announcer. Like, like a vaudeville. Yeah. <laughs> But my favorite is is like Rhino, where it's like Rhino confused for a real the real animal was sent to the San Francisco Zoo. Yeah, that was so <laughs> stupid. I'm like, what? We haven't. Yeah, the Rhino was a. I didn't that fight. I just threw a grenade at him, watched him die. But he was I've sent always liked the, the Rhino and killed by a horny female Rhino. That yeah, was so, that was just the weirdest thing. Yeah, for some really reason. weird ending. <laughs> I really like there was game. one that was like um sh- like Shocker. Shocker was like reformed and now he works for. He works for like some water company. Yeah, <laughs> Which I thought was really fun. I really like that. Uh, I can't write him down. Ways, works for GE Water Power. It was just really stupid. Like I mean, it was funny, but it was so stupid. One thing we have we haven't. Oh, and before we move on, talk about a little bit about the animated series. I did. I do got a funny story about Venom. That every time I see Venom, it it, it brings up this hole in my hole in my hole in my heart. So about three years, about let's say four years ago. So this is before the Venom movie comes out. You know, people are talking about it. And I'm, I'm starting to collect comics. And I go to a half-price books in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I go there, and I'm looking through the books. And I find uh, Amazing Spider-Man 300 with a foil cover for $15. And I'm like, oh, I think it's a reprint or something. It wouldn't be $15. Oh, my God. And I didn't buy it. And it was later on. I'm looking oh. up, and I'm like, it wasn't a reprint. I'm like, what? Oh, my the real God, first my... appearance. And oh, then my I, God. I kicked myself. For that one still to this day, because I will never I've seen it again, but I will never see it again for fifteen dollars. And it was yeah, good condition for, too. It wasn't yeah. ripped, it was just fine. For it anyone just, that doesn't know, Spider-Man 300 is worth like hundreds of dollars, especially <laughs> if it's in good condition. It was drawn funny enough, it was drawn by Todd McFarlane, who is actually going to do a parody cover of it for Spawn 300 in oh. August of next month. Will that also be worth three hundred dollars? No. It, I don't think so. <laughs> the book is worth about three hundred right now on eBay. So, yeah, to give you an idea, yeah. like oh, what uh, I yeah, yeah. I've seen I one that's four seventy five, another that's five fifty, and I just fucking kick myself. Jesus, yeah, that's such a great deal. And it it was it, part of it was I just I wasn't really collecting keys. I knew I knew what it was, but I was like, oh, I want cool covers. I don't really want to spend fifteen dollars on a book, and 
Yeah, now I'm like, oh, I would have gladly spent $15 on that book. Oh, wow. It's got a cool a, cover. A first print original that's worth <laughs> supposedly $3,000. Jesus Christ. There's some. That's not one of them. Well, at the time, I was collecting uh, comic books because I liked, I was putting them on my wall in my apartment. Like, I have almost the entire run of Invaders because I got obsessed with the fact that it's a bunch of Marvel, like Captain America and other Marvel heroes fighting Nazis, and I thought it was so cool. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> I do want to Captain America. We got to fight him. <laughs> I do want to talk a little bit about the about the TV series that this show that this game is based on. I want to talk uh, about a series that tra- that Travis we'll get Austin there. introduced me to. <laughs> we will get there. Um, I don't have a whole lot I want to say about the series because I didn't. All I watched was a recap of it. But I remember as a kid just loving this show. I don't oh, remember yeah. a whole lot about it, but That's I remember great. really enjoying it. I think the '90s in general had really great. Like that was kind of a golden era for animated comic book shows. Yeah, uh, yeah. Spider-Man animated series was definitely up there. I think that was a lot uh, of people's like first comic book show, their first introduction to comic books. Well, X-Men mm-hmm. I think was before this, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd say like they it's had... probably split like what like thirty percent X-Men, thirty percent Spider-Man, thirty percent like maybe Batman animated series. It's like depends yeah. on when you were born, really. It's it's also got a lot of those uh, animated tropes from back then where like. Wolverine would pop his claws and threaten somebody, but he could never actually slice them because yeah. it was a kid's <laughs> show. And so, oh. like, somebody would have to, like, take out Wolverine in a weird way. Like, in the in the uh, Spider-Man show, they couldn't say... They didn't like to say the word blood. They didn't want to have anybody dying. And nobody shoots bullets. They all shoot lasers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. weird little things that they did in, in the show. And I was watching the recap of it. It's just like they introduced Carnage in the show, and Carnage is a psycho serial killer. Yeah. But he doesn't kill anybody in this. He just like hits them and knocks them out. But that's not Carnage. Well, I love like yeah. Green Goblin is such a classic hero. I mean, yes. Hero. What's a hero. <laughs> He's a hero to me. Oh, <laughs> I secretly want to kill Spider Man. Like, <laughs> he's a terror. He's terrorizing the city. Go get him, Goblin. Um, wasn't Green Goblin kind stop, of a... Uh... Dr. Green Goblin, Spider-Man. <laughs> we have to stop him. Dr. Octopus is on the loose again. Um, <laughs> I like that voice a lot for some reason. But, uh... It just reminded me of our Mega Man episode. <laughs> but is what... You'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Green Goblin kind of like a minor villain until the San Raimi movies? Like, he wasn't the main bad? I want to say he was. No, he was, he was for a while because he did kill Gwen Stacy. It was actually, and then the big reveal for killed Gwen Stacy. (laughs) Yeah. And the big reveal for Norman Osborn being the green goblin was a big deal. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's another thing. The show introduces hobgoblin before they introduce green goblin for some reason too, in this cartoon. (laughs) Yeah. Cause hobgoblin comes way, way later in the, in the comics. I like, I like green goblin showing up. Cause again, it's a kid show, but green goblin, like if you pay attention to, anything he says or does he's like a psychotic lunatic that's just like he's willing to kill anybody as long as he's, he's like uh <laughs> it's a joke in the dragon ball z abridged series which we gotta get the dragon ball reference in. almost almost uh, made it i gotta get it in every episode but in the dragon ball z series there's a joke where vegeta's like um <laughs> i will kill as many people as it takes as long as one of them is you that's always my <laughs> opinion of green goblin that's accurate uh <laughs> And one thing I thought was funny, I was watching as I was watching the recap about the Spider-Man show, is I didn't I didn't know this, but apparently there are a bunch of backdoor pilots they try to put into the show 
to try to make new shows that didn't happen. Like they wanted a Punisher show, Doctor Strange, Blade, Daredevil shows up, all sorts of stuff they were trying. And there's no, I know the Daredevil show they admitted too that they, yeah, they were trying to make a, it was a pilot, but never happened. Yeah. I'm okay with I don't Daredevil. Like it. Will he never get two good seasons of a show? You know, I never, I, since we're mentioned, I never did see season three of Daredevil. I just lost interest, but. Eh, season uh, three is my favorite season, probably. Yes, I would agree so, with that too, Austin. You said yeah. season three is your favorite season? I really loved the first season, but rewatching the first season as, as it's got a really tight story, but with the cinematography, I noticed with the first season, it's constantly doing shaky cam, especially yeah, well, when it's on yeah. the villains. And it, I don't know if that's an aesthetic reason but it's really annoying to watch I think, I think they were trying to do like a kind of they, I want to say they were trying to do a bunch of like uh, call, like not call outs but like homages to a bunch of different stuff so like everybody knows like the old boy fight scene that's in Daredevil Yeah. but then like yeah they got like the shaky cam and I always wonder is that supposed to be like uh, like born identity type thing like are they trying to do that or are they just saying like how many different camera styles can we get in this but yeah it's it's very erratic and a little yeah. too much. I think the third season is terrific as well as the first season. The second season has a lot of faults, but overall it's a really good show. But I really love the third season. It's not, and it's kind of too bad that not enough people went out, you know, saw it. I like mm-hmm. the second season when Punisher was in it, and then the rest of it I was just, I don't know. I think I, I don't think it's the actors' fault again. I just for whatever reason like the characters in Daredevil, the show, are just so boring to me. Like, I like Foggy. I like whenever Foggy is doing stuff. And, like, whenever... Like, I, it's one of those shows where I like all the side characters. But then, like, Daredevil and Elektra are going to start talking. I'm like, ah, just shut up. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Eat they kind of messed up. up their story a little bit, I would say. I don't want more, like, melodrama. This isn't... Otherwise, I'd watch, like, the CW superhero shows. <laughs> those are good, by the way. Oh, <laughs> and uh, I one... <laughs> I <laughs> I have a quick question I want to ask everybody, but I'm also going to read, also going to tell another story about this cartoon before. Well, first, my question is, I want to ask what, whatever your favorite Spider-Man villain is, and the way you guys think about it, because I was, I have one of the memories I have of watching this cartoon, and this was also a lot of my introduction to a lot of characters of the Marvel Universe. I mean, I don't remember this, but I do remember watching the, the episodes with Captain America where he actually, like, they revived them from the 1940s or something in, the, in this, and there's a whole team of old superheroes, and the and they fight Red Skull, and then the big bad villain that their the secret weapon from <laughs> Hitler's secret weapon was Electro, and I was just like, what? What? Yeah. I was so confused. It oh, gets wacky. It, it, I mean, I enjoyed it, because I really, really like Captain America, but it was just, just strange. <laughs> Oh, but uh, my favorite villain for That's some Arn reason, harnessing the power of electricity, the kill Captain America. My favorite America. Spider-Man villain. I don't know why. I really like Shocker. I think Shocker is just so cool. I don't know why. I I got nothing. I just really like him. Yeah, Shocker's pretty great. You see that yeah. one moment in the I forget what show it was, but when Spider-Man's chasing after Shocker, Can you not see that. It's if you go on YouTube, <laughs> it's called. The most overacted. Oh, oh, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, uh, yeah. He's like shocker. I'm gonna chase you to the ends of the earth. <laughs> it's pretty. Cool. I have seen that. I have not seen this. I might <laughs> it's like look the it up director now. wasn't there that day, and the guys in the VO booth were like, "Fuck it, let's go for it. Let's do it." <laughs> oh, like, needs more heart. They recorded all like. <laughs> the like outtakes and sent the wrong tape over to the editors and they were like yeah this is what we want like this is what you want are you sure yeah that's what we want <laughs> i'll get you 
How about you guys? What's your one of your favorite villains, Stefan? I'll... I mean, Mysterio, probably. Yes. Just because he's, <laughs> his gimmick is so goofy, and um, I've read a lot of uh, Mysterio comic books, and there's a there's a really great comic book actually that Kevin Smith wrote. Um, I think it's called Demon Baby or something. It's a Daredevil comic, and it oh, has a. Uh, it has Mysterio as the villain and uh, he just what what happens in it is he needs to die by a superhero's hand before he dies of cancer <laughs> and so he kind of tries to drive Daredevil crazy so that he'll take him out and Daredevil's like nah bro I'm not going to do that so Mysterio commits suicide <laughs> that is dark um, how about you Stuart? Yeah. definitely Mysterio he's so weird I love him Okay. It's just so like everybody else is like everybody else has like pretty clear motivation where it's like Green Goblin just wants to kill Spider-Man. Kingpin just wants to be a Kingpin. <laughs> but Mysterio is like just some weird fucking dude who worked on a movie and lost his mind. He's just he's just crazy. <laughs> he's just pure, <laughs> pure lunacy. And I love it. Uh, how about how about you, Austin? Uh, I don't want to say Mysterio, but. It's also Mysterio. <laughs> but uh, besides Mysterio, because Mysterio is great, not only because he's got a fabulous cape, not only because he's got a giant fishbowl for a head, but because he's one of the rare comic book villains that he uses magic, but it's not actually magic, it's illusions. Yeah. Usually comic book writers mm-hmm. are lazy, and they're just like, ah, he uses magic, or he got dunked in acid, so that's his superpower. He can now conjure stuff. But no, he uses <laughs> illusions. But besides Mysterio, I'd probably have to say Craven the Hunter. Okay. Oh, yeah. Craven, who he's just a guy who has like Captain America like strength and agility, but mostly his thing is hunting things. He loves to hunt giant big game. And after a while, he gets bored and goes after Spider Man just because his name's Spider and he wants to hunt him. And he also goes after other villains who have animals in their names, which mm-hmm. is kind of hilarious because. He goes from killing like a giant rhino or a tiger, which are things that can actually hurt him because they're animals, to hunting like rhino, who's just a dude who wears a costume. <laughs> well, as we've seen, people people often confuse rhino with an actual rhino. So nobody nobody's <laughs> confusing with that terrible terrible game and ending. Uh, a fun uh, fact for like, the game. Oh, what, sorry. Go ahead. Just to like talk about Mysterio a little bit more because why won't we? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love that Mysterio's superpowers come from the fact that he's a failed actor. Like, he's a failed actor special effects artist. And so, like, he knows how to do all this, like, insane, stupid stuff because he failed at acting. <laughs> like, I love the idea. I love the idea of, like, a B-list actor, like, failing to get the Oscar nom and just becoming a super villain just goes so crazy. Like, can you imagine if Tom Cruise's next movie flopped and he was like, I'm going to use every, like all my, all my stunt training that's been used up till now, I'm going to put it to, to use for evil. I'll take you out. Matt Damon. (laughs) He already does. It's called Scientology. (laughs) It just goes crazy. I, I love the idea of that. I love the idea of just some weird, like, like Adam Savage from Mythbusters goes insane and becomes a, a super villain. <laughs> Just okay. like I know everything about I was a special effects artist. I know everything about physics. I'm gonna take you down. <laughs> All right. And uh, before fun, we fun fact, yes. hold on. One one last thing. <laughs> fun fact about uh Craven the Hunter is there's a really great story with him in Spider Man called Craven's Last Hunt. <laughs> and he has to take 
take out a villain that Spider-Man couldn't defeat called Vermin. And Vermin was actually going to be in the video game Spider-Man the Animated Series. Oh, but he was killed by Craven. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Before we go to listener questions, I do have a couple. Uh, Stuart, do you want to tell us about that the weird Spider-Man show you were watching? Yes. So Austin and Travis from Trash Talk introduced me to the Japanese... Uh, Marvel, Marvel slash Toei animation show, which I, as far as I know, is just called Spider-Man, but everyone calls it the Japanese Spider-Man show, but it's, it's fucking amazing. If anybody <laughs> likes kind of cheesy, like power, like old Power Rangers, then they need to check this out because it's so fucking crazy. There's a point where Spider-Man just, uh. He like jumps into a room full of guys and they're like, who are you? And he's like, I'm an emissary from hell, Spider-Man. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> and it's got like weird stop motion and it's just like straight up action figures, like straight up toys are used for stop motion and fight each other. Wow. It's that so good. Sounds terrible. It does like the weird cuts where there's a minion in it, like enemy that will it backflips towards spider-man but how they film it is the guys backflip and then they do a hard cut to the guys just like 20 feet closer and they backflip again hard cut 20 feet closer backflip again like that's how they move <laughs> it's so fucking funny <laughs> yeah it's a hilarious show it's and <laughs> apparently it like helped start the like gundam mech genre like that that Japanese genre where everybody has a everybody has like a Voltron mech fighter, that like Spider Man the Japanese show is one of the first shows to do that apparently, where he's got um change Leo Leo Pardon is the name of his mech fighter that he uses, and he he fights with a sword he like he shoots a, a net out of his ass it's amazing everyone needs to go watch everyone needs to go watch the Japanese Spider Man show. I'm not going to. Oh, and one thing I did I did want to mention is you can, if you have Amazon Prime and after listening to the show, you're like, hey, I want to watch that old Spider-Man cartoon. It is on Amazon Prime, and it's also on YouTube. Oh. And so. also the Japanese Spider-Man show is on YouTube. Don't watch that. And Italian Spider-Man. What the hell is this? You were talking about Italian Spider-Man for What the hell is this? Italian, Italian Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> what was that? That's the panther noise that they make, that Italian Spider-Man makes. <laughs> He makes a panther noise and he slaps women and he says respect women. Is this on YouTube too or what is it? Yes. So it's a uh, we were talking about this because uh, it's also it's done by the same people who made Danger 5 which was on Netflix. If anyone watched Danger 5 good on you because that show is hilarious. It was made in like their like late 2000s but it's uh, the idea of it was like it was made as a parody and they claimed <sighs> that it was a lost Spider-Man film from the 1960s and 70s, like a lost Spider-Man TV show. <laughs> it's a guy who his outfit is basically like Frank Riddle's man spider from always sunny, where he's just wearing <laughs> slacks <laughs> and a red like sweater with a spider crudely painted on it <laughs> and a mask. He's got long hair. He wears like an eye mask. He doesn't wear a face mask. So you can just see his long hair and his mustache. And he, he fights by using a pump action shotgun. Oh my God. But yeah. it's, it's designed to look like it's like the 60s or 70s, but it's yeah. made today, right? I think, yeah, it's made like to, 10 years. It was made, yeah, like 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, pretty, it's, it's a modern show that I don't know. 
the guys who made it, I don't know if they were just like, like, I think they were students. I think they were film students and they decided to like shoot it over the course of a day as a joke. And like (laughs) every, all the actors are fake. Like the guy who plays Italian Spider-Man is a Franco Franchetti. (laughs) It's like, like all the lines are like weird, like half Italian, half English dub. Like it's clearly dubbed over. They did like, the entire thing is ADR. <laughs> it's like, but it's still in Italian, but every now and then one word will be English for no reason. So it's like, be like, oh, uh, Macchiato, uh, Spider-Man, Blackjack. <laughs> like the first episode it opens with Spider-Man <laughs> in disguise, uh, which his disguise is he's just sitting kind of like lower at a table so you can't see his sweater. And he's playing blackjack against a guy with an eye patch. <laughs> it's just like, just watch the first episode. I think it's only like, I think it's only like 30 minutes all put together. But everyone needs to go watch the first episode because it is so fucking funny. If you like kind of parodies <laughs> of older movies and stuff, then check it out. It's, it's, I, we're not, we're in no way are we promoted, like, <laughs> in no way are we doing like a cross promotion with them. I just love it so much. Which <laughs> <laughs> is strange. Uh, it's I would so also add. Funny. <laughs> I I would also add. Go watch the 1970s Spider-Man movie because yes. it's hilariously bad. And in like when Spider-Man says like, "Oh, I'm gonna web you, a Green Goblin," <laughs> and then it just cuts to Green Goblin, and you can see people throwing a white net over him, and he just has to fall to the ground and be like, "Ah, oh, you got me, Spider-Man." <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I brought this up earlier, but Stefan, have you seen the 1969? Uh, unofficial Spider-Man movie that somebody made. <laughs> I feel like I have. There's a guy named Donald F. Glut who did uh he did the novelization of Empire Strikes Back and a couple like unofficial Marvel movies. Like he did, um, I think he did the Spirit and he oh, did, no. yeah he did a couple <laughs> like unofficial movies like fan films, early fan films, and they are so amazingly dated. It's it is like. It is like low budget filmmaking at its highest where really yeah in order to film like the like the movie st- I think it's only like 12 minutes long but it <laughs> starts with a close up shot of a newspaper with a rope tied around it and you just see like it cuts back and forth between it being pulled up this clearly like <laughs> like it's it's either like a fake brick wall or he found this really shitty brick wall like t- like 2 feet off the ground and it just cuts back and forth really quickly between this, the newspaper being pulled up and this like gloved hands pulling in rope that's clearly slack. <laughs> but it does that for like like twenty seconds, so that way you know it's a long way up. Wow! Like, cuts to like a Spider-Man action figure, uh, like nailed to a wall, and the camera's turned sideways, so it looks like he's sitting on the wall. <laughs> it's it's really fun. Uh, low budget. Gotta love, gotta love low budget fan films. This, this is like, I, I don't know if this is the first film fan film ever made, but it damn well might be. Like it's, it's so low budget and so old that it just comes back around to being amazing. All right, <laughs> I do have a, a couple listener questions I want us to read. Um, one from Emmanuel: best villain in the show and best boss in the game. Ooh, best, Ooh. I mean, I don't really remember the show. I mean, I, I think. Carnage Venom thing is what stands out to me from my memory as a kid when I watched this, and because I like those two guys a lot. I think Green Galva was my favorite in this show. Did a good job. 
Yeah. He's, he's mm. like, I like how Green Goblin sounds. I like Green Goblin's whole thing. He's just best like a boss. Creepy, creepy little I don't dude have a best Spider Man. I don't have a yeah. best boss. <laughs> Doctor Octopus, maybe. Oh, what about you, Austin? I would say from the show, I really like Venom. That was kind of the first time they used him really well, and it still holds up story-wise from the <laughs> animated show better than. Spider-Man 3, and even the Venom movie that came out. Like a turd in the wind. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, for boss fight in this game, honestly, I hated all of them. Very... <laughs> because it was not mostly... Well, it was kind of that it was difficult, but mostly when we did the Dr. Octopus fight for the first time, he just came down, and we tried to punch him and web him, and we died numerous, numerous times. It wasn't until we looked up online that you had to chuck bombs at him. And it was just kind of annoying that we wasted literally an hour of our lives going back and forth, dying numerous times. <laughs> oh my gosh. The one specific way to kill him. Uh-huh. But well, it's the first fight, but Lizard was pretty good too, actually. Lizard's pretty good. Yeah. I kind of like Chameleon. Not Chameleon, I'm sorry. Uh, Scorpion, like how Mike said, how you can web up his tail and you go up and just beat the shit out of him after that. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> Because we didn't mean when I was playing it, I didn't mean to like. I thought I was just gonna hurt him when I shot up the webs at him. They actually <laughs> tied up his tail, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun. All right, and I do have one more question to read. I'd like Let's the uh, the ball of. Do you guys remember the ball of eyes in the sewer? What was that about? I don't remember this. I it didn't like do a, it. A pink goo ball in the sewers. It was like a slime ball, but it had like eyes floating in it, and I have no idea what that was meant to be. <laughs> Yeah, there's also a dragon in the sewer. Like, if you go all the way to the far right, there's just yeah. this huge dragon that comes out and blows fire at you. What? <laughs> Why? Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe that was like, maybe it was just a special effect and it was actually Splinter in the background, and that's how the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle is tied into it. Yeah, there you go. Okay, and the other question I have is from Vincent. Um, He said, it's a beat-em-up, right? How does it compare to the two Spider-Man slash Venom games from the same era? It's not as good. Not at all. Uh, I really like I really like Separation Anxiety because that game's a two-player beat-em-up, and it's meant to be two players, unlike how Austin played this game. <laughs> Any game can be two-player if you're <laughs> crazy enough. <laughs> uh, I would say Separation Anxiety is a downgrade from Maximum Carnage. It looks it, like shit. It is. It plays but like shit. I like it. But yeah. <laughs> I hated this game, so there's that, too. <laughs> I think this was better. Because, like I said, it did. I think this game did look pretty good, and mm-hmm. uh, while like while it was hard, I think overall the con- like the controls. I mean, as long as one person's actually controlling it, I think the controls are like <laughs> not bad. <laughs> There's just some fun animations as well. I, I like that you uh, when you're in the sewers, you have to punch bats to death. I like that. I never, <laughs> that I never you have Spider-Man just punching the shit out of some bats in the sewer. <laughs> oh, and then before we get to uh, shelf or box. Stefan, did you pick out a C fact for us? I did. Um, so, whale, whale, I, whale, what do we have here? Slash for yeah. all intents and purposes. Yeah, I was going to pick out a really long, good one about the inspiration for Moby Dick, how it was kind of a real story based on something. But I didn't feel like reading all that. So, <laughs> my whale fact is that the sperm whales sleep while standing up. Wait, what? The sperm whale sleeps while being upright. But it's 
It's underwater. It can't I'm can't. confused. Yeah, does it go vertical? <laughs> it, it just it it like every fish when it swims in the water. Yeah. Uh, and it goes to sleep. It is what is that horizontal? Yeah. So the sperm whale sleeps vertical. What the hell? That's weird. Yeah, it's yes. weird. <laughs> 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 that's a that's a great image of just a, a school of sperm whales <laughs> all floating vertically. <laughs> like, can you imagine if can you imagine if you came across that not knowing what a whale is? <laughs> and you saw this giant thing just laying there like that yeah. in the water? Like what was what if that was our first interaction with whales and that was what our, our image of what whales should be is? <laughs> and then you see all these like horizontal whales, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Are these whales dead? <laughs> that's really weird. I didn't know that. I know that sharks have to sharks can't stop swimming, so even when they're asleep, they still swim. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not either. See, you yeah. get two sea facts on, on today's episode. Two sea facts for the price of none. Because you're not banging <laughs> us. <laughs> no, no, they're not. Yeah, but All a shark right. will actually suffocate if it's not moving, so it has to move even when it's asleep. All right, I think we should do shelf or box. And I think I'll go first because it's obvious where mine's going. It's going in the box because I never want to see this game ever, ever again. <laughs> That's all I got. It's going to box. Uh, Stuart, how about you? I think I'm also going to have to put in a box. I did actually have fun as much as I was shooting on the game earlier. I did actually have fun playing this. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't play as a kid, so I didn't have any like nostalgia for it. I feel like if I had Stockholm Syndrome like Stefan and I had played it for <laughs> like, like years and like got to know all the little intricacies of it, I'd probably really love it. But sadly, I don't have that. So I think I'm going to have to put my box. Um, Stefan, how about you? Yeah, obviously on the shelf. Um, like I said before, after playing every Spider-Man game on the Sega Genesis, I mean, they're all they all have their little faults and their little idiosyncrasies and problems. And out of all of them, this one's <laughs> general. I would say generally this one and Maximum Carnage are the best ones, but this one over Maximum Carnage just because you can actually beat it <laughs> without using cheat codes. Um, Maybe you can. I could not. Uh, I'll tell you what, Mike. Even if you use save states, I still don't think you could beat Maximum Carnage. <laughs> that, it's Challenge that accepted. Yeah, new episode yeah. right there. <laughs> that, please do it. And hey, prove you me put wrong. it on the show? We, I'll do it. Well, I'm not putting it on the fucking show. <laughs> I'm not yeah. either. <laughs> well, maybe game. I will at some point. I've been I've been thinking about it, but we'll see. But but yeah, I would go on my shelf. Uh, it's it's a wonderful game. Everyone should play it. Don't listen to these people. Don't listen <laughs> to them at all. If you hate yourself, I mean, want to suffer, give it a shot. But <laughs> I think oh, I mean, there is no way legally to buy this game other than find a cartridge. So mm-hmm. luck on it. Luck with that. other ways to find it, which I'm not going to say on here. But you know, yes, there are. I have it other in the box. Methods. <laughs> we have ways of playing you Spider-Man. Oh, Austin, how about you? Uh yeah, it is definitely going the box and into the garage. <laughs> it, it it's fine. Like design wise, it's kind of interesting of a game, but playability, it, it could be because I was using a keyboard, it could be because I was playing it with two players. <laughs> you know, those could have all factored into it a little bit, but overall it's super frustrating to play. And but it was fine. Yeah. You know what? You're all bad to me. I just remembered something. <laughs> I might have to change my answer because when on Coney Island, uh, the the Coney Island like park that you fight through has posters mm-hmm. of Green Goblin everywhere. Like it's a big poster of his face. Yeah. And yep. 
I might have to put it on my shelf because the idea of Green Goblin like putting up his own posters of his face like he's running for mayor or something is really funny to me. Well, that might, since you mentioned that, that. that might be enough for <laughs> me to put it in my in my in my on my shelf. That he does run for yeah. mayor. <laughs> Not in the game, but oh, in the show is that a reference to the show? I mean, not the show, but in the in the comics, he runs for mayor. I think, right? Oh, I'm not crazy, right? Does he? I gotta read that comic. I'm not a big comic guy, so. I swear Norman Osborn runs for mayor, just like Lex Luthor runs for president. He runs for something of some office, I feel like. I think he does, and he takes <laughs> Tony Stark's armor and then makes, like, Green Goblin Tony Stark armor or something. Because, as, Iron Patriot. because as mayor, he has he has full authority over Tony Stark's Iron Man suit. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Comics are weird. <laughs> yes, they are. Oh. oh, yeah. And then he later becomes Green Goblin Carnage as well, so. Way, way later. But did he run yeah. for mayor as Osborne, or did he run for mayor as Green Goblin? As Osborne. Oh, see, because he's got pictures of himself as Green Goblin, and the idea of Green Goblin running for mayor, like, in the full suit, and his campaign promises, like, to kill Spider-Man. I think that's really funny. <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson would print it out and support him. Yeah. Like, imagine, <laughs> like, a mayoral debate. Like, they're doing a town hall debate. <laughs> so as the question is like, and uh, what would you bring to our city as mayor if you were elected? <laughs> it's like, first order of business, first hundred days, we kill Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that? It? Why was that funny? All right, um, <laughs> I would watch. I would watch a hundred episodes of a show that was just J. Jonah Jameson versus Green Goblin, the mayor, the mayoral the election. Mayor. That would be so fucking funny. <laughs> they Every both question. They both they're like, like get rid of Spider-Man, but in different ways. <laughs> Yeah, like every question's like, so uh, how how are you going to help with the school funding bill? Kill Spider-Man. Oh, kill Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I if I'm elected mayor, I will I will choose Green Goblin as my successor. We will get you, Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. One way or they both both their promises are exactly the same to get rid of Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 I love that. All right. I'm going to introduce what we're playing next week since it's my pick. We are playing our first Legend of Zelda game on the show, and we're playing Majora's Mask. Woo! Because I hate it. I'm yeah. It's my this first was, time. Uh, I pick, I think, right? No, this was mine because I, I I picked it because um we're having another guest on next week who one of her favorite game is Majora's Mask. Yeah, also one of mine. So uh, it, I'm happy about it. As a, I, I, I got a lot to say, and I'm, I'll, I'll be more positive. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it yet because I've got so much to say about it. <laughs> that that will be a longer one. I'm, I'm sure of it. Oh yeah, that's definitely gonna be a longer one. That's gonna and, be get ready for like a three hour episode. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it might be, might it might beat our record of Paris at Eve so far. And Stefan, did you want to introduce uh, the special that we got cooking that probably won't be out? Might not be, might be out by next week's episode or sometime in the next Just couple. Weeks. Introduce the special. You already talked about it. <laughs> Did we already talk about it in the previous episode? We're no, doing we it. talked about it earlier this episode. No, I don't think we. <laughs> I don't even know where the hell I am. Well, Stefan, do you want to say it anyway? I can't remember if we talked All about right. it before or after. I, don't, we I think it was recording. before we recorded. Okay. Yeah, we. I think it was before we recorded. Maybe yeah, we're wrong. Before. Well, the viewers Either will way. know. The listeners will know whether or not we're idiots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert, gonna... we are. <laughs> we're going to do a bonus episode talking about the debatably good or bad comic that came out in 1992 the death of superman so and look some to more that. of that too the death because we're there's like five graphic novels that consist of that whole story and we're reading a few of them well yeah the whole arc 
Death Superman, Funeral for a Friend, Reign of Superman, Return of Superman, Superman Doomsday. And that will be just Stefan and Mike, and me. because I know nothing about... Yeah, so I, I said I, just I Stefan and Mike. Just Stefan and Mike. And me, Mike. <laughs> Are you guys good? Make sure to talk about Guy Gardner's hilariously bad full cut. In that we will. Oh, I'm yes. Sure will. And the Superman mullet. Oh, <laughs> my God. Is, like, so I, good. I so want good. to talk about it, but I know nothing about comics, so I'll have nothing to. <laughs> I know I'll have nothing to like contribute to the conversation. Like that. There'll be other oh. ones later. There'll be we have other if depending on how everything goes, there'll be more. So mm. and also want to give a shout another shout out. Um, it probably won't be until later. Well, the end of this month when we're recording it, so it won't be out probably for your ears until August. Um, us and Austin, who's on the who's guesting on this show, are going to do a special with with his other co-host Travis. And we're gonna we're gonna all watch the wonderful, great Street Fighter the movie. Woo! So Quick, that is coming. The channel. <laughs> so that that is also coming too. That's gonna be a big episode in the. For us, in the it'll movie. be a Tuesday, but for you, it'll be the best day of your life. <laughs> I don't know about that. It won't be the best day for anyone. Uh... All right, and <laughs> I think I love that movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it in years, but so that that's some of the stuff we do have planned coming up in the future. So and I and before we. Start and now we're going to start wrapping up. Want to, if you guys get a chance, please follow us on the Facebook page and Instagram where I'm constantly posting images, whatever the upcoming game is. This was a hard one to post images of Spider Man. I was, I was struggling, <laughs> but I tried. And also, I want to just done it as J. Jonah Jameson and posted like, kill Spider Man. Yes, yeah, like pictures of Spider Man, like X'd out. <laughs> Spider Man, neighborhood menace. <laughs> kind of funny and uh, if you guys get a chance please take a listen from all these super villains (laughs) please take a listen to all two real two podcasts one that i mentioned earlier on the show and austin would you like to plug anything uh sure yeah people can check out trash talk podcasts on most podcast uh places and we basically talk about comics movies tv shows and games all while having a drink or in some cases multiple drinks like that episode i did with Stuart. Yeah, more than a few too many. Right, I killed it on the trivia and just made everybody drink over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty great episode. Uh, also, besides like normal places like iTunes and Spotify where we have the episodes, we also are on YouTube where we post a lot of gaming clips for our Game of the Week part. But I'm bringing that up because... Travis and I, because we were struggling so hard with this game, Spider-Man Genesis, we decided to record ourselves playing it. And it was super frustrating. So if you want to hear Travis and I swearing at this game for around 15 (laughs) minutes or so, uh, check that out. And I'm not sure when Mike is putting this episode up, but maybe by the time he puts it up. Tomorrow? Oh, it'll be tomorrow? Okay, a couple (laughs) of weeks after that, it'll be on the YouTube channel. Travis and I just swearing again, really pissed off at this game as we continue to die. I will watch that. Oh, <laughs> Mike left it open ended too. Is like Travis, do you want to plug? Or Austin, do you want to plug anything? Like you'd plug somebody else's show. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I uh, know I wasn't paying to say it myself. Well, yeah, I'll just let him do it. And then also, before I want to give a give a shout out to our intro and outro music. Is Kurt thanks of Bulby, aka Mike Stoney. It's a song. Cool Kid Squad from his EP <laughs> Bite the Bullet. All of a sudden, I'm like, what? What am I? I'm like, I know it's not Bite the Bullet. It's the name of the song. So please check out his YouTube channel. Link uh, YouTube channel link will be in the show notes. And I think that's all I have to say for tonight. Any last minute? Any last minute things you guys want to say? Uh, watch the Japanese Spider-Man show. Don't do that. Also, He's an emissary from hell. 
<laughs> uh, I'll just say thank you for having me on. It was a lot of fun, and I am definitely down to always join if you guys ever need another man. Okay, awesome. <laughs> That dangerous proposition. <laughs> we will. There's going to be a lot more stuff coming. All right. Well, I thank everyone. Have a wonderful night. Bye, Spider-Man. 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 from hell. It's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I don't remember. Italian. This is Italian Spider-Man. Spider-Man.